0: yeah good afternoon. Uh, the first question we have uh, is about parenting. so the uh, this sister sister Vera was asking a question saying uh, greetings. Uh, the purpose of my email is that I like to know what does the Lord expect a parents to be and to do? this is a basic question the desire for the answer burns within my soul can you help me get answers i know as parents we are to train our children in god's way and not our own way again what does the lord expect a parents to be and to do
1: okay i've given uh, this is email you have to remember and we have answer already given by email but we got to expand on that my wife will read the section on the answer given and then she may elaborate further on the right from there and that's it's more like a summary since it's an email but then we want to expand on that so she, she has more input to give her well, go ahead
0: The first answer given to this question is that first and foremost, parents are custodians of God's children. Therefore, parents are going to be reporting to God how they raise those kids. Those children are not the property of the parents but are given to them by God to be guiding for them. And the first example we can say we, we, we see from the Bible is yeah. that of Abraham.
1: Yeah, before you go further, let's see the Bible verses. What I was giving I quoted Psalm 127, verse 3 that says, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. And then in Proverbs chapter 22, verse Five, 6. six. Also said, train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. And also in Ephesians chapter five,
0: verse twenty-two, if they are not
1: doing... the things that were said. You can really go ahead and start talking on what you want, what you want to explain here. Yeah.
0: yeah, that the first example of parenting and God's uh, God's uh, desire. God came and told Abraham; He was actually counting on Abraham and said, I know Abraham, and I know he's going to guide his children to know God. So that's number one thing that we know, that God expects us as parents to lead and to guide our children to know him. And uh, as we know, you know, children have at different stages. The first stage, when a child is born, a little baby we care for the baby we carry the baby and we also can start right from that early stage even though it may look like this baby may they don't talk they don't know much but their spirit can be educated we can start from right from the first day that the child is born and start reading the word of god to them we can also be praying praying for them very very important and praying in front of them
1: okay that's good here is uh, in that some of the comments that was placed in psalm 1 to the 7 but still said well you can search the bible for every place where it mentions fathers it addresses fathers which include mothers also to show good example and not show the peace in the fear and admonition of God You you see in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 4 then in verse in the Proverbs 22 6 he also said another comment given here was that you ask what God expects of the parents so the parents must be a living example before the children in everything so if parents are not obedient to God they are transferring the disobedience to the children also and then the last comment that was put they say when the bible says husbands love your wives Ephesians 5 verse 25 and wives submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord Ephesians 5 verse 5 verse 22 if they are not doing the bible they are teaching rebellion by their examples what you say to the children is not enough it's more it must be lived before them so we are a pieces read of all men and we are read first and foremost by our children therefore we parents must do our best to live as example of a believer before the children as also we teach and train them by words we are doing it for the Lord let's talk about that what do you what do you say about that about you are doing this thing for the Lord explain, explain further on that
0: for example, the example of uh, Abraham that uh, we first gave. We remember that Abraham had been longing to have a child and he had to wait so many years. So when this child was born, Abraham and Sarah, they, they, they acknowledged that the Lord has given them Isaac. And it was, they were told that it was a promised child. So when kids are born to this world, they are from the Lord, and the parents are like guidance to guide them. Like we said earlier, that you know, right from when a child is born, reading the Bible to them, uh, uh, praying, you know, for them, and as they continue to grow, the Bible reading so that the children know, that's how we know too, that's how we grow. We grow to know the Lord by reading His Word. Examples in the Bible, we are reading it, and we are also going to be teaching them to the children, especially in this day and age. Uh, right now, we know where we live, unlike before, that you know, parents can have some influence even in their school, go to school, read to the children, pray. All of those things have been removed. You know, It's only the, the home right now that has the ability to establish these children to have the fear of god in them and it is really really important for parents to take it very very seriously because there are a lot of books right now that have been introduced to the schools that are teaching totally the opposite of what the word of god says so when a child is brought up Knowing the truth, the Word of God, the Bible, is the truth, and it's a foundation that should be taught at home, be established, and like my husband has said, we do not only read it, not only are, are saying it, but also living it, and children, as they are growing up, they can see the result of, you know, all of this, nobody, everybody loves good things. So when they see that, you know, whatever it is is being taught to them, they practice it and they can see the result of it. There are a lot of things in the Bible that are uh, uh, if you do this, there's a reward, there's a blessing that, that follows. Example that the Bible says, children, obey your parents in the Lord. In the Lord. For this is pleasing to the Lord. And when you do it, to make you to have a long life to live long so a lot of examples in the bible is like once we know them we practice them there's a result there's a reward that follows
1: okay now we were we the the point that we were describing you just now say something about we are doing it for the lord where does that how do we get to know that because the bible said everything all the things you do Apostle Paul makes it say do it as unto the Lord even when you are raising the children they are not your children they are the children of the Lord he said they are heritage of the Lord and God is inheriting these children and you are raising them up for the Lord so then you are doing it for the Lord so take it seriously like my wife said and then the other scripture said something in Malachi chapter 2 that said For God seek a holy, a godly seed. That is, when he was talking about divorce, Really, that's what he was saying. He said, and he did not, did not he make, Malachi chapter 2, verse 15 is what I'm reading. And did not he make one, talking about husband and wife, yet had he the residue of the spirit, and wherefore one, that he might seek a godly seed. The godly seed is the seeder that you are being produced from the marriage so God actually has a purpose for sending children to the world and he put them under our caretaking care we are the parents. so you are the caretaker for God's seed so take it seriously it's the responsibility and say God is seeking a godly seed so if you are ungodly there's no way you can raise a godly seed because you are showing them what you are and that's what they are going to copy so you better be godly yourself following the Lord and then the children we watch what you are doing that's the practical example along with what you are saying telling them to do praise the lord and then what is there's another section that said in Ephesians chapter 5 let's read Ephesians chapter 5 verse 22 that we have pointed out this is to Paul's letter about uh, how to what we do to, to raise children or how we should We said, I said before, Ephesians chapter five, verse twenty-two. I think you have already mentioned that. Let's see, what did he say? Okay, that's talking about the the husbands and the wives. Then when did he say, children obey your parents, for this is right. That's chapter six. Chapter Mm -hmm. six of Ephesians. Chapter six was, "Children, obey your parents in the law, for this is right. Honour thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth." Now we are talking about just for to the children, but the question is for what do we parents need to do? What is our responsibility? And that your responsibility is here in chapter verse four of that same Ephesians chapter six said, "And ye fathers." And when he say fathers, that includes mothers, you have to remember the person that write that wrote this question is a woman, so she's, she's a mother. So the fathers are the responsibility is put everything in the Bible is always directed to the fathers. Why? Because he has the head of the house is to make sure that this thing is going right. So it may be the mother that is implementing it, almost like in, in business. You have the CEO, but you have the manager that are actually getting the job done. See? So the mothers are implementing some of these things or most of these parenting but the responsibility is given to the father. So if you are a father that's listening, it is your responsibility to make sure this thing is done right. The mother may be the one implementing it but you are supervising it just like a, a, in, the, in the office work. So that's why he said, and ye fathers, he said, provoke not your children to wrath but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord so that is our responsibility don't provoke them to run now let's talk about teenagers because it looks like in that question this woman mentioned asked a question about teenagers i mean people that have that age are a serious issue when it comes to raising the children. the teenagers can be a real issue but see what can you say about that you must have started earlier if you don't start when they are little there's a proverb that said that um, you i mean it's the african product say from little is when you can trim the branches of a big tree iroko tree so this one to want to what do they call this Say, want to trim iroko tree it's when they are still small that you trim it so that you are shaping the way you want it to be so the same way when you raise up your children you better start when they are young when like my wife said when they are born you can begin to even talk to them. They are hearing, they are listening. You are talking to their spirit. You are praying and, and then you are instructing the word of God. And by the time they, you you lead them to, you yourself to go to church, not to lead them in the way of the Lord. Then when they are getting to teenage years, you say train up a child in the way that he should go. When he is old, that's begins from that teenage years, he will not depart from it. Sometimes it look like they are departing, but your prayer will bring them back. Very important what what more do you want to say about that one
0: also uh re- in regard to the guidance that we parents have to give to the children you know we set some uh
1: some 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 boundaries?
0: some boundaries for the children for example there are some homes where kids are allowed to go spend uh sleep sleep overnight right In their friends place so as a christian home if people set a standard right from the first born that you know your 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 friends are allowed to come over you are allowed to go ahead and visit your friends as well but you don't sleep over in people's home you stay those are are, uh, boundaries that you know this is what we do um, like we are saying we are not uh, 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 doing it for our own benefit but we are using the example of the word of god what does god expect from you as a child so that you can grow up and be healthy healthy adult grow up into a very healthy responsible adult so there are certain things we will tell the children not to do why because it may not be healthy for them. And as they grow up and they can see the difference between themselves and their friends or or or, or classmates, then they know that the path that they have chosen or has been paved for them is the best way. And when they also grow up, they desire to do the same to their own children as
1: well. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's read chapter Psalm 127, verse 3 that we quoted already. He said, Lo, children are, are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. So they are heritage of the Lord. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are the children of the youth. Happy is the man that has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Happy is the man that have his it's, it's cubed as a bag. They put arrows, full of them. So it's not now. When you talk about that, you say the generation that we are in. Many people just want to reduce. They want to family planning. They are killing. They are aborting their baby before they were born. Those are contrary to the plan of God. And that you cannot be doing that and be expecting the blessing of the Lord because those are even cursed in the Bible. Because the, there's no reason for anybody. We don't even need to discuss that. I say believer in Christ, abortion is. Evil because God told Jeremiah, I know thee before you are born. And he said, I have ordained you to be a prophet of the Lord, even when you were in your one's womb." So when was that? He says, after he was nine months there. No, before he was born, God said, yeah, I already know. So if God knew us before we were born, we were with him, the spirit that is coming into the world. <laughs> Don't take it, see, don't take it lightly until you can just our body. It's not your body. Actually, if we, like some ungodly women say, their body, they can do anything they like. No, no, no. If you are a believer, though, the Bible says we are no more our own. We are bought with a price. If you are not a believer, you are, of course, on your way to hell. If you are not a believer in Christ, every sin is whatever you do it or whatever you do this little or the big one is still a sinner but you can come to Christ and you'll be forgiven of all you have done even if you have committed murder and you come to Christ today you are forgiven and you can start a new life in Christ but if you are a believer you have been born again you are no more your own so you cannot say your body is your own and try to abort you know it is evil number one there should be no reason for that because if you know that this is an heritage of the Lord, He said the fruit of the wound is His reward. Someone say, Well, but I was not planning for this, I didn't have time for this. I well, some oh, people will tell you that if you don't plan for this, then you keep yourself in abstinence. Even your husband and wife. If you don't plan for this, you are not ready for any more children or any children at all, then you is abstinence. These are all the precepts of the Word of God. But when it's given to you, it says it's a reward of the Lord. A reward. So if a man is trying to see unbelieving men say, oh, yeah, we can't afford you, up have to boy You say, no way. This is what the Bible said. It's a reward of the Lord. So these are all the principles of the Lord, the Word of God has given to us in the scriptures. And then it is your responsibility to raise these children for the Lord. Just think of Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ. What people will say ah, the baby out of wedlock because he has not she was not married yet. The angel have to tell Mary that this is from the Lord. Okay. But if it's in our generation, then it will be so shameful. No, so shameful. Well, even in the generation it would have been so shameful, they would have wanted to have to do something about this. They say this is from the Lord. So those are all the things we have to keep in mind when it comes to raising children. Remember, this is the Lord's blessing and the Love's gifts and we have not to do that just to thank the Lord for it and do our best to raise them right even when you are doing that you say, "Except the Lord build the house the labor in vain that build it so it is the Lord that we are working for and he's going to help us to raise those children in the way of the Lord and to keep them in the way of the Lord so that they do not go astray at all it is just trusting the Lord by prayer and doing your best don't over, over abuse you know like people talk about discipline and so on, you need to do it in love, not in anger, because they can get on your nerves when they are doing something wrong, but you got to be able to be patient because the Lord is patient with us also. We are not there, we believe, that we are like children to him, even though no matter how we are, we are still children to the Lord, so he is patient with us. So we have to be patient with these children and pray for patience and long suffering. When it look like they get us mad and people want to almost spank them too hard, you got to do it in love. Those are part of the discipline. Say what is our responsibility as parents to bring them up so that you can see the fruit of your labor and be praising God in the end. After you are now old, they will be there to help you, they will be here to minister to you. That's part of the reward that parents have that have done a good job, the children will remember. Many children in the generation, they even remember the bad things their parents did to them. But if you have done everything right and done it with the help of the Lord, they will remember the good things more than the bad things. But there are always some things that are not that good that we have done, other too much spanking. But I say, remember that you are doing it. So that's why we have to remember we are doing it for the Lord. So don't overspank, correct with words, and sometimes with rod. Like Bible said, spear the rod, she spoil the child. it was was the proverb that said it. He said it. says, withhold not correction from the child, if thou beat him with the rod, he will not die. Thou shalt beat him with the rod, and shall dis- this shall spear his soul, deliver his soul from hell. That should be in Proverbs chapter twenty-three, verse thirteen. Or something some like manner. So these are all the things that are our responsibility in answer to this question of this. Uh, sister that wrote the question. Any other comment before we wrap it up? I think we have.
0: Yes, uh, I think we've covered most of the because the, what she really wanted to know is uh, God's expectation of false experience. What what to do? What, what do we need to be doing? And we've covered that by emphasizing that we need to be a good example, you know, both at home, and when we are outside with these children, and sometimes too, part of the good example that we set for the children is to if we miss it, there's nobody that will say they don't miss it. You make a mistake. If the parents the children are there and they witness it, it's our responsibility to show them that, yes, as human beings, people make mistakes. People still do certain things wrong. But when we do that, what do we do? We correct it and we align ourselves back to how we're supposed to be. So those are things that children can see and they can, they can pick up that, oh yeah, it's, it's not too bad because they're going to, maybe they're drinking their, their milk or something, they drop their cup, this milk spill all over. And we say, it's okay, it happens. Even adults too, we drop a cup of water, we break glasses, we break cups sometimes, and we clean them up. But next time, what are we going to do? We're going to be very careful, because we know this and that can happen. So we teach children, learn all of those as they're growing and they're washing, that yes, we can miss it. Yes, we can make mistakes. Yes, we can say something that we don't mean We correct ourselves. Because that's the way our Heavenly Father takes us through. We are children of God god is always if god What to mark what we do wrong we didn't do right none of us will be will be here but we know that our god is compassionate is merciful when we miss it we can always go to him and ask for forgiveness and then quickly come back and be doing what god wants us to be doing that's
1: a good point because he said uh, when we miss it, we come to the Lord and apologize and repent, and that is a point that we need to also remind parents. Don't be, don't be, don't be afraid. Don't be too proud to apologize because you are teaching the children that it is okay to apologize when you do something wrong. To say you are sorry, even if you are, let's say you did something. Let's say a, a child did something. You don't know which of these children did it and you think it is you and you whack this child and say no it's not me mama it's not me, me. mama it's not me and then the other one finally confess you should apologize to the one you have spanked wrongly and say oh i'm sorry honey i jumped to conclusion that you are you are not being say i'm you are, someone say i'm believing myself no you're believing yourself before this child no you are teaching the child to know that when she did something wrong when she jumped to conclusion and did something wrong she needs to be humble enough to apologize to the person he or she has offended or not not, not. so very important that we parents learn to be humble even sometime before this year because we are teaching them character so that is another thing that just come to my mind when it comes to we do sometimes we blew it and we do something wrong and we want to correct it yeah we also show the child that no it's good to correct it if it is correction is to do retribution or restitution we have to do it that way if the correction is to say i'm sorry to the person we offend we also apologize if it is the child that we offend don't say oh, it's just my child can do whatever like no you apologize you are teaching the child that it's okay to apologize for what you have done wrong And then she or he or she will now be able to know that she can approach to a little little brother or his little brother or his little sister. Why? Because that is the example the parents have been showing. They didn't think, "Well, I'm the big one; I can do whatever I like." And Um. if you know that you did it wrongly, you spank the wrong person or something like that. You want to say, "Oh, I'm sorry. I I jumped to conclusion." And so the girl or the boy will then know that yeah, they are training them to learn to be to show responsibility that they can be wrong and they have to apologize and the Lord we honor that that's very important that I just want us to remember that and we thank the Lord for that that will be the end of this uh, discussion about parenting and next time we do some other questions there are so many questions that have come in this is just one of them and then we go to some other one that may not be on parenting that may be more on topics doctrines and so on from the audiences are sending them in and keep sending all, all your questions in through. go to our website gospeldistribution.org that's the website and from there you can actually send email all your questions or you can even go to the short form of gospel distribution evangelical association is the full name gospel distribution evangelical association but the short form for that website is g-d-e-v-a for evangelical association g for gospel d for distribution eva evangelical Association.org. there you can get to many other pages that we show you many other sermons you can even see some of these questions and answers on, on those websites you go deeper and then you can also send email of your own questions to us of anything that you want to ask about topics on on life topics about the scriptures because most of these are questions about the scriptures that your parents are, or that, that believers are, have wanting questions or answer about, and we just give the answer as the Lord has given us the enlightenment. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Amen. God
0: bless you. Amen. Amen.